Good morning. This is AB, and this is the Talk About God podcast. I got up, Pappy. I did. Thank you so much. Um, I did miss the sunrise, um, but I'm not even going to hate on it because I still got up in enough time to just come out here and sit. And like, as soon as I walked out, a big old dove took off, um, like from right up on my house, which was, I don't know. I'm always that weirdo that still thinks about doves being, you know, symbolism of the Holy Spirit. So every time I see a dove, I'm like, oh, even though I probably will have a dove hunt <laughs> later this year. But anyway, um, yeah, I am going to need your help today as always. Um, this crud has, um, it's, it's lessening in the back of my throat, which is nice. But my ears are a wreck right now. I'm talking they they're a wreck. So I just pray that you please <coughs> help me to heal. I know seven to ten days, it's like a good standard cold. Um this one is we're now on day eight. Um so I, I trust you. I know that you can you can work out all things. Um, so I have faith in that. Um, I pray that you continue to be with us. I thank you so much, um, for your love and your grace and your mercy. Um, got up and actually looked at the calendar. It is 60 degrees out here, which is insanity. I guess we're, we're having a summer day and it's going to get up to 80, which, whew, but I thank you. I thank you um, that it's finally warm enough to be outside without needing to bundle up, which is really nice because there are periods of time throughout the year that that is not the case, and it is kind of hard. So I thank you for coffee. Mm. Yes, I thank you for coffee um, and waking me in the very breath of my lungs. Um, and my health, definitely thank you for my health because there are people in the world that a cold like this would have, would have taken out. And, um, so I thank you so very much. I thank you for the Psalms too. Um, I woke up late yesterday it threw my whole day off and I did come out on lunch and I sat here and I got to talk to you and I didn't uh, I recorded it but I scrapped it um because I don't know I think it's because there's a lot that I was trying to work through all at once, maybe, instead of just, you know, being patient and letting things come in your time. Which, shocker. But anyway. <coughs> but I am thankful. Very thankful. For the Psalms. Um, I was going to pull it up here. 
but I mean, I'm already like 22 Psalms in and they're super short, super easy to read. I love them because biblically they are songs of praise, but they're also poems and prayers. So it's not like they're, you know, a Jewish hymn book. They're, they're more, and they're more, they, they feel more intimate to me than just like a hymn book. Um, obviously the first few, when you get to reading it, it'll tell you they're David's and you quickly see how David was a man after your heart. Um, just, just because, I mean, oh man, um, I'll read the first two just because, um, they're, they're beautiful. Um, and this is really just an opening. This is not even really a Psalm, but Psalm one, blessed, fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked following their advice and example, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit down and rest at the seat of scoffers which is also known just sidebar as shallow thinkers who are quick to mock or disdain. That's what the scoffers are referring to. Anyway, but delights in the law of the Lord and his, and on his law and precepts and teachings, he habitually meditates day and night and he will be like a tree firmly planted and fed by streams of water, which yield its fruits in season. Its leaf does not wither and whatever he does, he prospers and comes to maturity The wicked, those who live in disobedience to God's law, are not so, but they are like the chaff, worthless and without substance, which the wind blows away. Therefore the wicked will not stand up unpunished in the judgment, nor the sinners in the assembly of the righteous. For the Lord knows and fully approves of the way of the righteous, but of the way of the wicked shall perish. (coughs) Sorry. Father, I got spastically excited to see the word chaff. Because I now finally know what it means. Um, so when you throw the wheat up, when you're threshing wheat, you throw it up. I learned this from um, digging in on Gilly, Gil, what was his name? Dang it. Anyway. Gil something. Not Gilead. And his fleece. See, this is how my brain works with names. Anyway, you know who I'm talking about. The dude with the fleece who led the armies. Not Gilead. I don't know. It'll come to me eventually. But anyway, so he, like, learning about threshing wheat because he was doing it in a wine press to hide it from the Philistines. Um, uh, I learned that the chaff is the light stuff. The things you don't want to keep that you throw up and the wind blows it away. It's a it's a process of threshing wheat. Um, so I was excited because I was like, oh, I actually get it now. Um, anyway, super spastic. There you go. Oh my gosh, that's going to drive me nuts. Uh, what was his name? I'm so sorry. Gideon. Dang it. Gideon. 
That's it. Not Gil. Gid. Gideon. Oh, makes me feel better. Thank you, Lord. Um, anyway. So, carrying on, because I'm telling you, these, these words, they're beautiful. I'm going to get in the, the Psalm 2. And this, like, oh, the reign of the Lord's anointed. Now, my physical Bible has headings that explain that these were written by David. This particular um, amplified version on my phone doesn't say that. Which I'm not going to lie, I kind of miss. I like knowing. It even says, like, what tune to set it to. Anyway. Why are the nations in an uproar and turmoil against God? And why do the people devise vain and hopeless plot? The kings of the earth take their stand and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and his anointed, the Davidic king, the Messiah, the Christ, saying, let us break apart their divine bands of restraint and cast away their cords of control from us. He who sits enthroned in the heaven laughs at their rebellion. The sovereign Lord scoffs at them and in supreme contempt, he mocks them. He will speak to them in his profound anger and terrify them with his displeasure, saying, Yet, as for me, I have anointed and firmly installed my king upon Mount Zion, my holy mountain. I will declare the decree of the Lord. And he said to me, You are my son. This day I proclaim I have begotten you. Ask of me and I will assuredly give to you the nations as your inheritance. And at the end of the earth, as your possession, you shall break them with a rod of iron you shall shatter them in pieces like earthenware. Now, therefore, O kings, act wisely. Be instructed and take warning, O leaders, judges, rulers of the earth. Worship the Lord and serve him with reverence, with awe-inspired fear and submissive wonder. Rejoice, yet do so with trembling. Kiss and pay respect to the Son, so that he does not become angry, and yet and you perish in the way, for his wrath may soon be kindled and set aflame. How blessed, fortunate, prosperous, and favored by God are those who take refuge in him. I'm not going to lie. That one had so much going on. Um, David was obviously a poet. Um, so there's that. And I think he was referring to himself, not necessarily the Messiah. Just knowing that the Messiah, I think, is supposed to come from his bloodline. Maybe that was a bit of foreshadowing. I know David never claimed to be the Messiah um, that I've ever seen. Because <coughs> that would have been dumb. And of all the things David was, he wasn't really that dumb. I mean, he made some bad calls, but he wasn't... Wasn't... Um, he was an intelligent man. Anywho... I thank you, Lord. Um, I feel like I'm legit getting the fluid out from my ears. <laughs> I have to take pauses every now and then, but I thank you for it. Um, and, oh, anyway, David wasn't dumb. How about that? I'm just sitting out here, and I, I have these feeders out, right? Waiting for these hummingbirds to come back. And you can tell it's distracting me because I'm so so anxious and eager um it's so spastic but i am i'm so anxious and anxious and eager for their return there is something about those teeny tiny little birds that 
don't get me wrong. Like I see all the other birds and it's awesome. And I thank you because you did, you, you made some beautiful things and like the blue Jays are breathtaking. The Cardinals, of course, in contrast, also insanely beautiful. But to me, there's something so spectacular about these teeny tiny, super incredibly fragile little birds the tiniest little birds that are so fast. Um, but if you were to catch one, you could just crush it. I mean, without any force, they're, they're so fragile and so beautiful that I just, I don't know. They make me see you hands down every time. I'm always just enamored with them. And so I've got my feeders back out. I've got three out front. I've got one on the window in the office now. Cause I'm like ready. Um, and my husband said that he saw one yesterday, which I really hope that he lied because I mean, there's something about the first hummingbird of the season. Um, and no, I, I hope that he didn't lie to me. I just hope his eyes lied to him. How about that? Um, but anyway, I'm just very anxious for the return and I have been just, you know, ever so not patiently waiting. Um, so yeah, I pray that you'd be with me in that. Um, but I do, I still thank you for the word of David, like his, his writing one is just beautiful. Um, no matter how you slice it, whether you understand it or not, it's beautiful. I think that that whole thing obviously was referring to his earthly enemies. And the different um, nations in the world at his point in time that didn't worship you. (coughs) Much like the ones we have now that don't. Um, I know that they they do get more beautiful. I'm sorry for being everywhere this morning, Lord. You know, you know, you know. And this, oh, this one. I might, this might be the last one I read today, but this one. Oh, it's a morning prayer of trust in God. I think this is when the Psalms actually started. I think one and two were just precursors, like introductions. Um, This is a Psalm of David when he fled from Absalom, his son, which, I mean, we know his son was a turd. Anyway, oh Lord, how my enemies have increased. Many are rising up against me. Many are saying of me, there is no help, no salvation, salvation for him in God. Sheila... Um, Sela S E L A H. It apparently it's a may mean pause, crescendo, or musical interlude, or maybe some unknown meaning. So it's a useless word. No offense, Father. Unless you put it there for a reason. If you did, please help me to understand it. But anyway, no salvation for him and God. But you, O Lord, are a shield for me, my glory and my armor, and the one who lifts my head. With my voice, I was crying to the Lord. And he answered me from his holy mountain. And I lay down and I sleep safely. I waken for the Lord sustains me. I will not be intimidated nor afraid of the ten thousands. Who have set themselves against me all around. Arise, O Lord, and save me, O my God. For you have struck all my enemies on the cheek. You have shattered the teeth of the wicked. Salvation belongs to the Lord. May your blessings be upon your people. No offense, but that's a prayer. I mean, 
oh, that's a prayer. Thank you, Lord, for that. Um, David, man, he knew his stuff. Um, and it makes sense as to why he was a man after your own heart, just the way he writes. And it's clear to me, it feels like those words are true. They weren't just a, what a resounding gong. And of course, the, the things I know of David's life, David was a man of God. David made some really, really dumb mistakes later in life. That, of course, he in turn repented for, which was all that, you know, not all that matters, but that was a big important thing is that he repents and he did. Um, and he was forgiven. Isn't that really all that any of us can do? I mean, really. It. Oh my goodness. Okay, so like, the story of David shows me that you were the same. You have been the same always. Obviously, back in the days of Moses, it's a little, a little more, a little more difficult to see. Um, mainly because. Um, <clears throat> the whole people behaving badly and, you know, swallowing them up with the ground and killing them with snakes and, you know, the kind of stuff that we would take as, quote, mean or that you were angry, which you, in all fairness, had every right to be angry. I mean, I read it and I'm like, how, how ridiculous are you guys? Like, how, come on. Um... So I do, I do get it. But with David, when you only have your prophet there, which, I mean, you had your prophet there with Moses. I mean, Moses was a prophet. Anyway, for whatever reason, I do see very much that David had a relationship with Christ. Even then, before Christ was Christ. How crazy to think about that. So thank you. But the way that you dealt with David and the way that David responded is very much the way that we should all respond now, still. Because you are still the same God. And of course they would only write down the highlights, right? They wouldn't write down all the many incredible blessings. Which you had to list off for them at the end because they completely forgot how you didn't make them grow weary and how their shoes never wore out and how their clothes stayed good and how they continued to be fed and all of these things those were no small feat and no God could do it but you but anyway Lord I I thank you for this day oh I pray that you help me in it help me to um like yesterday, clean up some messes, um, <coughs> get through this and over this and, um, just glorify you 
in this day. I thank you for your love and your grace and your mercies that are new every single morning. I pray that you be with our country. It to say that it's a hot mess doesn't even really make, like it, it doesn't even do it justice anymore, Father. It's on fire. Literally on fire. So I pray that you please just be with us. Be with our country. Be with our family. Be with all of those who you pruned from our life. Life? Lives? Lives. Yeah, our lives. Please be with those. I feel like something's coming, Father. I don't know what it is, but I just, I pray that you see us through it. Whatever comes, see us through. And I trust that you will. I thank you for your love and your grace and your mercy. And I just pray that you continue to guide us. In Jesus' amazing name I pray. Amen. As always, get in the word, get in the word, get in the word. If you do nothing else, read just one verse. It doesn't have to be a whole chapter, just one verse. If you read two chapters a day, you'll you'll read the whole Bible in a year. Just in case you were curious. But like I said, get the word, get the word. And uh, I pray that the Lord be with you today. Um, I'm still taking prayers. <laughs> I will continue to pray for you all as well. Um, a new baby was born in this world yesterday, so praise the Lord for that. They made it through safely. I'm so excited. Um, mean mugging little thing, but adorable nonetheless. So, um, Lord, please be with those who listen. Please be with those who are new to this world on fire. Um, guide us all and help us, help us make it to the end. Help us get in that narrow gate, Father. In Jesus' amazing name, amen. Have a blessed day.